And we have a, just a little quick little intro song. And we'll be getting started in just a second. everybody. Um, for those of you who are new, uh, we like to keep everybody muted and keep your video off. However, when we have the sharing and question segment after the first half, you're welcome to, if you're sharing and I call on you, you're welcome to turn your uh, camera on and your video if you want, but you don't have to. But definitely your audio, we're going to want to hear what you have to say. That'll come in the second half of tonight's presentation. So people are still filing in here. Um, I don't know if I announced this last time, but on the 7th of, of September, um, this segment that I had done for uh, Open Minds show on the Gaia Network aired. And honestly, I've never had this many book orders come in. I think since then, we've had literally 300 orders for books it's just been it's just been phenomenal i mean i have become a professional packer and shipper of books for sure <laughs> i mean even today like we had eight books going out now i did another show too so some of that might have been from my second show but i think it was really mostly the guy in network show so it's really attracted a lot of interest in the card system. I'm really happy about that. <clears throat> my uh, intention, my goal, my mission really for the last 30 years was that everybody get a chance to use this amazing system for themselves. And, and all of you here have probably used it or are using it. And you know what I'm talking about. So that's what we're all about here. And tonight we're going to talk about celebrities and what we can learn from looking, watching their lives. You know, celebrities are like dramatized versions of normal people. I mean, they're they're in the news. Uh, their lives are typically more dramatic. Uh, but they have the same problems we have. They have the same challenges we have. And they have the same behaviors that we have. Adriana, if you could turn your video off, please. Thank you. And Donna, please turn your video off. Yeah, there you go. It's a little icon right next to your down there. Let me see, I'll find it for you. Okay, good, thank you. Oh. Huh, it's interesting. It says you're not using video, but... Hold on. Pop video. There we go. Got it. Okay. Let me admit the rest of these people here. So anyway, um, and you know, we have this new, we have this new uh, web. We have a new private, basically a social media site called the, the Card Science Fellowship. And everybody's invited to join that. If you don't, if you don't know where to go to join that, if you haven't already joined, just go to seventhunders.com and the very first pane that comes up has a link you just click on and you'll be in. There's over 300 people who've joined since we started about a month ago. And we have free classes we're doing there. We have group chat, people asking questions, uh, people sharing experiences they have with the cards. So it's really meant to support anybody who's 
interested in this work. So, you know, um, it's for you. So if you if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, go to seventhunders.com and click on that link on the very first top of the first page there. You'll see it and you can join and you can see what's going on. We have a class next Wednesday, I believe, on all about the weekly reading, doing the weekly reading, the importance of it and how to do it properly and so forth. It's going to be fun. And, and and in these classes that we have, you're welcome to ask other questions. You're welcome to ask any questions you want about the cards and so forth with the person that is leading it. So you can not raise your hand, wait till the, to the halfway part, uh, Marlo. Uh, I'll let you know when you can raise your hand to be sharing with our, to ask a question. Thank you. So let's talk about celebrities. First off, here's a here's an interesting little fact. Everybody must have known, uh, they must have heard about Lauren Sanchez. Jeff Bezos uh, is, uh, that's his fiance. They, they're engaged, I suppose, for marriage. Um, I'm gonna turn your video off. We don't want video in this portion. Thank you. Um, so, Okay, we have Lauren Sanchez. She's December 19th, 1980, uh, 1969, uh, engaged to the, one of the richest men in the world. And then we have a woman named Lauren Boebert, who is the Colorado U.S. House of Representatives representative. She's a representative in Congress uh, from Colorado. And, and she's also December 19th. Okay, that's interesting. They both have... Lauren is her first name. I wonder I wonder how many Queen of Hearts are named Lauren. I think I've known others that are named Lauren. I just think that's so interesting. And and if you look at them, they look a little bit alike. They have the same kind of body type. I mean, they're different. Lauren Sanchez is um Spanish origin. She looks different, but really they kind of look a lot alike. It's so interesting. Uh both Queen of Hearts, Three of Hearts. And you know, I mean Queen of Hearts to a uh, you talk about Jeff Bezos. He's a two of spades. Um, I let's see. I I, I want to make sure I get this one right. Um, let me see here. I want to make sure that because sometimes I make a mistake about this. Oh crap! Hold on. Um. I, it's like I think he's a I think he's a Capricorn, but I want to be sure. Yeah, he's a Capricorn. So he's a Ten of Clubs ruling card. He's a Two of Spades with a Ten of Clubs, and like the best marriage for for a, two, a Ten of Clubs is the Queen of Hearts. It's their Moon card. You know, it's like a perfect marriage. And they have other good connections. There's Jupiter in there. There's Mars. I mean, it's like it's no wonder that they they get along so well. You know, and you know whether. Whether they'll get married, I don't know. You know, like, um, probably will. I mean, if Jeff Bezos says he's engaged, he probably is. He's he's not a card that would make up a story. Um, but I'm always suspicious when you have an engagement without a date. But, you know, when you're rich like this, nobody tells their date. So, you know, doesn't quite it doesn't quite fit in those cases the way it does with normal people. But I've had lots of clients and they'll say they're engaged and I'll go, uh, so yeah. So when is the marriage? Um, you know, when are you guys getting married? Oh, we don't have a date yet. Well, a, uh, an engagement without a date is not an engagement. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretend thing. It's something they're doing to stay together without making a commitment for another length of time. Anyway, that was an interesting thing. Now, uh, next we have um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Taylor Swift attended the last two games of uh, of Travis Kelsey's football team. She was in the box. The first game, she was with Travis Kelsey's family. She was hanging out with them. And the next game, which was yesterday, she was with sitting there with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds in the box, watching and cheering on the game. I read an article that said that 
her being at the game increased ticket sales by 40%. And if you watch, if you watch the game yesterday, uh, you'll notice that they just, they just couldn't stay away from watching her in the box, like almost between every play. It was embarrassing in a way. It was embarrassing to football fans. They're like, what does she have to do with the game? But they just could not keep the camera off of Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift is a five of clubs and a seven of diamonds. Uh, and Travis Kelsey is a four of diamonds and an eight of hearts. Now, eight of hearts is a playboy card. They're both born the same year, by the way, 1989, which is interesting. Um, and they're only like, you know, two months apart. So they have a lot of planets in the same place in astrology. They'll have a lot of the outer planets in the same place. So the four of diamonds and eight of hearts, like eight of hearts is a playboy card. So it's not that they're unmarriageable, but they tend to like to play around a lot. You know, usually when they're younger, uh, they're like playboys, you know, the guys especially. And Taylor Swift being a five of clubs is one of those cards that really doesn't want to be tied down by marriage. Now, it's interesting. Um, she has a wedding card, 10 of hearts as her result card this year. That's coming up really soon though. So I don't think she's going to be getting married, but you never know. Uh, five of clubs will get married. All the fives will get married only because they want to try it out and see how it feels. They want to try it. They want to experience it. Not that they want to be tied down. So a lot of them never get married. They don't want, they don't want to be tied down, but they would like to know what it's like to be married. So they'll get married for a while and then they'll get divorced because they wanted to try it. But usually after that, they'll never get married again. Like I've done it, you know, I, I did it, I tried it, whatever. And I decided it's not really for me. I'm not going to do it. There's a lot of famous five of clubs in Hollywood women that have just been eternally single or just dating people. And Taylor Swift has certainly gone through quite a few guys. Now, she is also a seven of diamonds. And the seven of diamonds actually is is, is somewhat marriageable. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a family card. So part of her, I'm sure has a little bit of a pull towards getting married, okay? What's interesting about her and Kelsey is he's an eight of hearts ruling card and she's a seven of diamonds ruling card. And the seven of diamonds has a nine of hearts karma card. So she's basically a nine of hearts too. So he's an eight of hearts, she's a nine of hearts. So he's moon to her. So I, I haven't really studied all of her past relationships, but women who... um who get into relationships with men who are moon to them, they want to be usually in control. And they and sometimes it can be like, I will pick somebody who, who's moon to me because it's easier for me to walk away from them. Now, this isn't something that they do consciously. It's not a conscious thing. But it is something that happens frequently. And when you really get out, down to it, if you talk to them and get really down to it, you'll find out that, you know, that could be the reason why. Like I've, I've had clients that just continually attract men that are moved to them. And, you know, and then they, they're they always, uh, at least my clients, they've always been kind of unsatisfied about that because they always wanted to have a man they could look up to, and they never did. They always had men that would follow them around like a puppy dog. So in this particular case, uh, Travis Kelsey will follow Taylor Swift around. So we'll have to see how this plays out. I mean, is there any doubting that they're dating right now? I don't think so. I mean, maybe the press doesn't can't admit it or say it, but I don't have any doubts about it, that they're dating right now. And we'll just see how it plays out. I just noticed that she has this 10 of hearts result card and that is a wedding card, but that's coming up really soon. Her birthday's in December. So that's a little bit soon for, you know, but who knows, who knows? Uh, it's interesting that the result card is connected to the Jupiter card in our, in our yearly spread through what we call the law of fives. And in Jupiter, she has a Jack of hearts and she has an eight of hearts and that's Travis Kelsey's card. So, Hey, if I mean, if if she was a client of mine, I would say there's a good chance you're going to get married to this guy. 
Isn't that interesting? That would be amazing if that happened, actually. It would be amazing because I've always thought she's never going to get married. You know, she's a five of clubs. She's never going to get married. But you have to take into account that seven of diamonds. And that part of her is actually marriageable. Okay. So that is those two. Now, um, Donald Trump is, he's in his, he just started his Mars period. Uh, he's a hes a three of diamonds, ace of spades. For those of you who don't know, he's a Gemini. And he's being, he's, he's being, <laughs> Joe Biden has got him so busy with legal matters. If you think, if you don't think Joe Biden is behind all of these court cases that Trump is going through, you, you, you're just, you're just like uh, naive, I think, because it's Joe Biden is really good at legal stuff. His, he's really good at, 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 at legal. That's where his strength is. He's, he's got great cards for legal. He's a four of clubs ruler, which has great cards for legal. One of the two best cards in the deck for legal. Okay. If you don't think him and his administration are behind all of these suits being filed against Donald Trump, because, you know, he's losing against Donald Trump in the polls. All of the other Republican candidates are losing to Donald Trump by a mile. No one's even close. But if Trump gets convicted of a felony, I don't think he's, uh, I, I think they, I read that he can't run for president, right? So right now he's being, you know, he's being tried for, uh, for, for lying about his wealth and swindling people out of, for fraud, basically. And he's in his Mars period right now, and he has a nine of spades. He has the worst card you could possibly have in Mars right now, and it just began. It goes from now till November 17th, okay? Now, ordinarily, I would just say, you know, he's he's had it. That's going to that's gonna knock him out. Um. But the thing about it is that all the other cards around this nine of spades are really good. He has an eight of diamonds underlying the nine of spades, so it's in the so it's in the sunspot. This nine of spades is at the top dead center of his yearly spread. Like it's what he's it's a famous it's making it's bringing his fame up to a much higher level, and his vertical card is an eight of hearts. And his law of five cards with this Mars card is a two of diamonds that has a ten of spades under it. So. It, it, it's kind of strange that all the other cards are really, really good that he has going on in this Mars period. It's just that one nine of spades. So I know that it, this is a very difficult uh, period for him right now. But with all these other good cards, it, it just leads me to believe that he might somehow turn it around and he goes right into jupiter on november 17th with a king of spades okay so he comes out of this nine of spades and goes into a king of spades which is the most powerful card in the deck and i wouldn't be surprised if we see him somehow have a dramatic turnaround between november 17th and january 9th during his jupiter period so it, it it's all very very interesting how things are unfolding uh, in in this particular realm. Also looked at Vladimir Putin, who is October 7th, 1952. He's a two of diamonds and eight of clubs. And I've said this many times that with that eight of clubs, he's just not going to give up. He's just not going to stop this war. Uh, that eight of clubs is fixed. When it becomes fixed on something, it's just not going to stop until somebody stops it. And, you know, he's living in Russia, which is I've been to Russia three times um, and I taught there once. Well, no, I've been there two times. I'm sorry, two times. And I taught there once and I got to know the people. I was there for 10 days and and corruption is, it's the whole country is is based on corruption, you know? And and Putin, he just kills people, you know? He, he just kills people, anybody that opposes him. The same, the same goes for the chairman Xi Jinping uh, in China. They just kill people or or they put them in prison, you know, charge them with a some kind of charge and then put them away, you know. Um, so, you know, Putin has got to be, he has to be totally like in fear of his life every day. And I know he is. And two of diamonds can be very, very fearful. You know, I think he's in 
in a lot of fear on a day-to-day basis. But his cards are good. He doesn't have bad cards. Like I, I looked in his spreads and he doesn't really have anything notable to be concerned about. There's no cards of death, of disappointment. You know, he's just he's just doing his thing and he's just, just going to keep on going. Now, there could be there could be of course with his with his being in Russia, he could be killed at any time too. I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure he's aware that, you know, that his own life, I mean, he has some super, super security around him all the time. And he's he's so he's so smart though. You know, you gotta you gotta appreciate the two of diamonds. It's a super, super smart card, you know. And and you know, and the dishonesty is there, but that goes through that goes throughout whole, all, the whole of Russia. I mean, I think I've told this story before, but I was teaching a class in Moscow at a bookstore, and on the shelf of the bookstore was love cards, an absolute copy of my book in Russian with somebody else's name on it. Didn't even have my name on it. They just ripped off the whole book and were selling it. That's that's what Russia is like. There is just no, and because it, because it, you know, it's kind of like the top down, like, you know, we're seeing a lot of crime now. And I think it's because look, look at our ex-president. He's being charged with all these crimes. Biden is a, is absolutely guilty of all kinds of corruption uh, and taking money for his position. Absolutely. You know, so everybody's looking at our, pre- our leaders and going, they're just a bunch of thieves. So why shouldn't I be a thief too? And everybody's just stealing. There's so much theft nowadays. There's so much crime. It's It seems to have really, I don't know, maybe I've been ignoring it, but it seems to me in the last two couple of years, the crime rate has gone up significantly. And it's really funny that they had, uh, yeah, they do call the card system the matrix in Russia. Um, I, I noticed after, you know, with COVID and everything, since that happened, man, the crime rate has just gone up. Even here in Asheville, which I... I consider a relatively safe place. Uh, there is just so much crime every day. There's people. There's people even getting murdered here, and I'm like, wow. Uh, I don't remember it being like this, you know, ten years ago, twenty years ago, and so forth, so on. Then we have Russell Brand. Russell Brand. I, I really like Russell Brand. Maybe because maybe because I'm moon to him. You know, um, he's a king of diamonds. I'm a queen of diamonds. Um, I listen to his shows and I, I got to give the guy credit because he's saying things that nobody wants to hear, you know? Yeah. He's cool also. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's saying stuff that's really rocking the boats of so many people, you know, they're like, so now there's a whole thing. There's, there's, there's people behind this. I don't know who it is. You know, but it could be people like Bill Gates and other people because he's really he's really exposed a lot of crap that a lot of these real powerful and rich people are doing, you know. And so he's being he's being investigated for like rape and all this other stuff, which I know. I mean, I just know he didn't do it. But, you know, this is his karma. He has this right now. And he's also in Mars. He just entered Mars also. And. He's displacing the nine of diamonds this year. Okay. He's displacing the nine of diamonds and he's got a nine of hearts in Mars and a nine of diamonds in Mars. And he has a nine of uh, seven of diamonds in Mars. So he's, he's facing some, some crap here. Okay. From people around him. He's got a nine of clubs coming up in Saturn, but I actually think that all this is going to come around and he's going to get through this, you know, um, it's funny they they defunded him on on Facebook, but he's still talking on Facebook. He's not getting any money anymore, and he has like he has like millions, like think six and a half million subscribers, unbelievable. And they defunded him, but he's still giving his talks, and he's moved over to another platform. I don't remember the name of it right now. Some of you might know. Um, you know, uh, I I don't actually know. No, he doesn't have a three of spades in Mars right now. He's got a two of diamonds, nine of diamonds, nine of hearts, so forth. <laughs> so anyway, getting back to Russell Brand, 
he's being attacked because he's revealing so much. He's like rocking the boat and these people are going after him. It's pretty obvious. You know, it's pretty obvious. Um, but it's his karma also, and it's not going to be easy. But I think it's going to be okay. I think he's going to come out of this okay. I think that everything's going to kind of smooth over. I don't think they're going to find anything really real about these charges, but it definitely did took a his reputation took a hit, you know. Uh he's on Rumble. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, I, I have never been on Rumble, but I guess that's another social media platform and he's on rumble now and he has he has some way for you us to send him money if we want to you know i appreciate what he's talking about i don't watch every single video of his but the ones i have watched you know he gets a little over he gets a little over the top sometimes in my opinion but overall he's right on the money and he's and he is hitting people <laughs> it's kind of funny, but you know, here he is. He's a King of diamonds, right? And he's a six of hearts ruler, by the way, he's a Gemini. So, um, so he, he has that six of hearts makes him very competitive. You know, that's six. Anybody who's a six, they can be very, very competitive. They can be very, very effective, you know? So in that, in that regard, I think that uh, it's great to have him around and, you know, Biden is moon to him. Biden is his moon card, King of hearts, and so forth. And he, I think he's also mooned. No, I think Biden is moon to him. And Biden is, he's moon to Biden. And it kind of goes both ways. Nothing really there, actually. As far as whether, you know, Biden is running, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't really know. We don't know. Like, there's so much we don't know. When you, when you look at celebrities' lives, especially politicians, you just, there's no way for us to know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, there could be people that are running for office that are planning to quit just to steal votes from the opposite, uh, the, the opposition and give those votes to one of the guys on their side. You know, it happens all the time. And we don't know what kind of deals are being done behind the scenes. We don't know, you know, we don't know anything about what's really going on in the world. We can only just kind of look and, and sort of, you know, uh, we, we, we can just look at it and and just make our own guess, guesses. But we can look at the people and look at the personalities that come with this, these different birthdays. And we know the we know the we know the best they can be, like the highest they can be, and we know the lowest they can be. What's really interesting, you know, I've talked about the cosmology, the Vedic cosmology of where we are in the in in the world evolution, and we're in this dark age called the age of Kali, the Kali age, and you know we're seeing the worst of people. Like, what happened to whatever happened to heroes? <laughs> Whatever happened to men and women that have a high integrity, that uh, are are leaders, and and who are committed to a higher ideal, to honesty, to integrity, to bravery. What happened to all of this? It's it's gone. It's not here. It's all a crazy mismatch of who is famous, and people do anything to be famous. I mean, they just do anything to be famous, and there, there's an old. There's an old um, saying, you know, there's, uh, uh, what is it, uh, you know, like no news is bad news, you know, like if you're getting, if you're in the press and you're, even if it's like for bad things, it's good for your career, you know, that's usually true, not always true, but it's, it's easy. It's, it's usually true. The yugas, I don't know if that's a book, maybe that is a book, but there's four yugas and we're in the darkest of the yugas called the Kali Yuga, which apparently lasts for another 90,000 years. So, and it's the shortest of the yugas. That's what's really funny about it. It's the shortest. I'm not going to go into a big dissertation about that. Um, yeah, I didn't know they had a book called the yugas, but I'm not surprised because it's a popular topic. It's something that was written thousands and thousands. They described exactly how it is today, thousands of years ago, because the Kali Yuga was coming. Like it, it started 5,000 years ago. And and they they predicted exactly how it is. So yeah, we are we are in the Aquarian age right now. 
but we're in the Kali Yuga. So we're in a, an age where the where the darkest parts of the Aquarian energy come into play, which is interesting, you know. Like Aquarius is all about astrology. It's all about the cards are Aquarian in nature. It's all about computers, the internet. All this is, is Aquarian stuff. So we have it, and it's good. We have a good thing about it. You know, we have a good thing with it. However, there's also the dark side. You know, robots taking over for humans. Uh, I, the, you know, uh, what is it called? Um, you know, um, my mind goes blank. So I, I have to, you have to forgive me. But, you know, artificial intelligence is going to take over. People are afraid. Well, it might happen. But, you know, when I look, I examined AI carefully myself. I used it. I was playing around with it. I was thinking, you know, I wonder if AI could take my interpretations of the cards, like we have two cards in most of each period. If I gave the AI these two interpretations of the cards for the direct and vertical, if it could synthesize a uh, those two cards together, you know, this was this was something I was playing around with. I thought it'd be a nice feature in my software to have the AI uh, come up with a synthesize that, that combines both those cards together into something meaningful. And it did horrible. It didn't do anything. It just like took pieces of them and put them together. It didn't synthesize. It didn't actually, it doesn't actually think. I mean, you, you think it thinks, but it doesn't really think when, when you talk about thinking. Uh, and, you know, I, I look at these things carefully, like I'm examining exactly what's going on. So there's, AI is not thinking. It's just doing rearranging and and doing and making predictions of patterns and words and so forth. It's not what we think it is. Like when we think AI, we think, oh my God, it's like a being that has a sense of self and it's thinking for about its own uh, survival and blah blah blah. I, I don't see that. I don't see any of that. It's still a very rudimentary thing, in my opinion. From what I, it's very useful. It's very, very useful for getting things done. It's great for programming. I love it. I've used it for programming, but it's not what you think it is. And, and it's being pr promoted as something like a human, you know, in a computer form. And, and it's not really true. It's not really like that. Okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a short break and you can raise your hand now. And I'm going to call on you as many people as I can get to after the short break. And if you have a question uh, about your cards, uh, if you have something to share about the cards, you're welcome to raise your hand and, and I will call on you. So let me just share the screen again real quick, just for the song. And then I'll be right back. Let's see here. Just, gonna, just do this one again. I really like this song. Okay. Uh, Marlo, you had your hand up earlier. I'm going to just call on you first because we didn't get to you last time. So how are you doing, Marlo? Are you there? Marlo Allenbright? <laughs> Maybe she wasn't expecting to get called upon so quickly. There we go. Oh, there you are. There you are. Hi, Hi Marlo. Hi, Robert. I um 
you were just so brilliant. I, I so appreciate you. You know, your mind in going through the cards is just phenomenal. So I'm going to acknowledge that. And then I want to um, thank you, Marla. Commiserate. Go ahead. You have a question, Marla, that I can help yes, you with? Yes. So my question is, is that I received uh, an eviction notice that I'm being thrown out of the house that I've lived in for 18 years that I rented from a woman's uh, from a man who um, we had an arrangement and he died this year. And now I've got his wife as a landlord and she wants to sell the house. She doesn't want to be a landlord. Yeah. So you probably have to move, right, Marlo? Well, um, just that word brings trauma to my soul. I understand. Um, but, you know, uh, if it's happening to you now, it's it's something that, you know, you, you're going to have you're going to have a choice here. You're going to either you can try to change it if you can. You know, if there's any way you can change it, you do that. Right. But if you can't change it, then your next move is you have to accept it. You know, that's it. And and deal with it. I know it's hard and difficult, but I also know that if if that if it's happening to you, it has a reason beyond just the obvious, like it's a big pain in the butt for you. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, What's so your birthday? You, Tell me your birthday again, Marlo. May sixth, nineteen forty three. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well, here's the thing. You have an ace of spades Pluto this year and you have a four of spades result. Okay. Um, four of spades means a very happy home situation. It means that you're in a nice place. Okay. The ace of spades is what you have to get through to get there. So if you, if you end up having to move, okay, if you end up having to move, just know that it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out for the better. And there's probably there's probably some other reason why this, if it does happen, there's a good reason why it's happening that's good for you. Do you understand? This is how I know life works. Yeah. Okay. So, so the landlady, so, her card is the ace of spades. Oh, well, you know, so she, you know, she has every right to sell her property, you know. Of course. You know, and she she might need the money for something that's real important, or you know, for, doesn't really matter. Um, and it, it might be that she sells it, and you can stay there. I don't know. Are you I renting? Asked, You're renting. I, I asked her that. She said no. She didn't want to be a landlord. And my other thought is, well, maybe I can find someone else because I had this arrangement with the landlord. Her husband in the beginning was he was buying this house that I'm in. And I with and I would have the right to rent for him from from him, but right. then he died. Right. So um yeah. I, I'm sure sure there's something in there. So anyway, my thought is well, maybe I can get someone else to buy it because they would have a ready made tenant in right. me. Right. And yeah, and you're probably a great tenant, right? Which is hard to find these days. I mean, you have a you have a track record. How long have you lived there? Eighteen years. Eighteen years. Yeah. I mean, people would love to have a tenant like that. Somebody that's easy they can count on. You know, I've been a landlord before. You know, it's like a big problem if you have a bad tenant. It's it's it's, it's a major pain if you have a bad tenant. Do you understand? Yeah. So, so I mean, you could you you should exert yourself to whatever degree you feel comfortable to try to resolve the situation. But you also, I think you should need, you need to be prepared that you may not be able to resolve this and you may have to go along with it and move. And, but I just know with this four space result that you have by your next birthday, that where you're going to end up in a good place one way or the other, it could be a better place than you're at now, you know? I just know that as we get older, the thought of moving is just, you know, it's unbearable. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's true. It's so hard, you know. 
but but if you do have to move, I don't think it's going to be as hard as you think, honestly. So just flow with it. This this four spades result is a really good card. Okay. So I've got I've got a, a four of hearts, I guess, that I'm just going into, and um, I can't remember what my I'm going into Jupiter, but then in Saturn I have. You have a five in Saturn, yes, with a three of spades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. that's that's kind of tricky, right? Yeah. Well, a Saturn period is going. You know, the underlying card is good. It's a uh, eight of hearts, so that's good, and it's connected to a king of clubs and an eight of diamonds, so that's good. So some of the cards are good, but you know, the three of spades. If you don't handle it correctly, you could get sick as a result of moving. You know. So make sure that you don't have to do, if you do have to move, make sure that you're not doing so much work around it. Make sure you have help and people to do it for you. You understand? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not as old as you, but I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't, I would have help if I was moving, you know, I would make sure that I have a lot of help if I had to move again. So I that's what I suggest. I suggest that you you make sure you have a lot of help if it turns if it comes down to that that you have to move. You still have your Jupiter period to go through and you got some good cards there, okay? In Jupiter. Take a look and see. You know, you've got a 10 of diamonds and you've got a 3 of clubs with a 9 of diamonds, but you have a 10 of diamonds and a jack of diamonds. So there could be money for that move, okay? So try not to worry too much. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say. Right? Well, uh, well, I, I've got a three of clubs karma card. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I know. Yeah, so it's hard. But, you know, life always brings us exactly what we can handle. It's always something we can handle. And as I learned from my teacher, I'm always guided, supported, protected, and loved. And you are too. That's the affirmation that's really true. It's not a make-believe thing. It's absolutely true. So try that. Try that on for size. It really helps me a lot when I'm feeling really stressed. I'm guided, supported, protected, and loved. Okay? That's nice. Just one more piece of that is because I do have the three of clubs the writer's card thing. Do, do you see the possibility that writing comes forefront for me during this next 60 days that I well, have? Well, you have a three of clubs in Jupiter, you know, if you, are you writing? Are you thinking of writing? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I thought, well, maybe this is the opportunity is writing about the process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think it's a good idea because at least it turns the worry into something creative and productive, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's quite different though. You said like get help. I can remember um, one of the traumatic times that I moved was um, I was going into a new marriage and we were moving out of state. But he worked for IBM, so they did everything for me. You know? That's well, that's that's what you need to do now. You need to have somebody do everything for you. Yeah. If you don't do that, you're going to be totally stressed. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's going to affect your health if you do that. You you don't you you're too old to be doing that. You need to get help. So think about that. This is a Jupiter year, so I think that somehow you're going to be saved through all of this. That's what I think. Thank you for the little light to light up the darkness. You're welcome, Marlo. Hope you have a good evening and thank you for sharing. You Appreciate it. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Casey, you're up next. Hi, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. So, uh, well, super excited. I found you on Gaia. I'm one of those. So I've been into the cards for what, three weeks now. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I'm a quick study and a little obsessive. So I'm, I'm <laughs> right there with you. But um, so I have a technical question and then a yeah, question go ahead. about my cards. Go ahead. Um, on the weekly reading, the the hand shuffle, if, if, say, if I have a friend that wanted to do the weekly reading, would they do the ones that would be the shuffling and dealing the cards? Yeah, they have they, to get their magnetism in it. They have to shuffle it to do the magnetism. You can deal them if you're there present with them, but they need to shuffle them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. That was one of my questions. Okay. So my birthday is um, October 26th, 1987. So mm-hmm. nine of hearts, nine of hearts. Queen of uh, spades, king, of, king clubs. of clubs. That's right. You got it. You got it. Um, and so I'm definitely in a spiritual cycle right now. Um, and your card, I, I just knew like this is for me. And um, so mm. I started, I'm coming up on my 36th year. Yeah. And um, my birthday is coming up. And so I see the, um, well, a couple of things. I see that my queen of spades is displacing my king of clubs this year. And the king of clubs is the environment card on my queen of spades. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I see that inverse relationship there. I just didn't know really this. And then both of those cards are my Mars period and my nine of hearts. Okay. Uh, yeah. Venus. I see. I see that. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, it just was an interesting combination, especially with my Venus being the ace of spades and um, yeah. five of spades. Yeah. And so it, I, I feel like I'm getting all the messages that this is the direction I'm, I, I'm an accountant by uh, in my, my profession. Um, uh-huh. but I, I it really sounds like, like it sounds is- like a call to your spiritual side, you know, it, it sounds like, uh, like the spiritual part of your life is coming more into focus with the queen of spades and king of clubs being so prominent. That's how I would look at it anyway, you know? Oh, definitely. My, the- my life got turned upside down this year. And, um, so definitely learned a lot through the whole, Nine of Hearts is kind of a tough card, you know, it's kind of hard because there's a lot of um, relationship challenges that that occur, you know, a lot of relationship challenges. (laughs) So, you know, uh, it kind of just keeps coming. And there's, you know, when you're a nine as a birth card, you you have a whole lifetime of letting go that you have to do, you know, whole lifetime of letting go, you know. Definitely. I I mean, I'm on the, I feel like I'm on the higher end of the, expression i've i take my lessons so many lessons full circle lessons and that's sure. I take the lessons and leave the rest um that's great but i just kind of wanted i guess i don't know confirmation validation that i'm seeing my cards correctly and that you know i don't know it's a bit overwhelming going into a new direction well first of all take a look at your long range card first and your Pluto and your result. Um, Look at those cards because these are like the major themes of the year. Okay. You want to be in touch. Like you have a Jack of hearts long range in your birth card spread. You have a five of hearts and a queen of diamonds long range in your other two spreads. Right. So pay attention to those. Usually we don't, we don't really connect with, um, our long range card till we get into the Mars period of the year. Okay. So in that for you, that's not until next February. That's usually when you start to realize what these long range and Pluto and result cards are all about. Okay. But I would be, if it were me, I'd be looking at the long range card. I'd be looking at the result cards. Like, where is it leading me? Like one of your result cards happens to be a King of diamonds. Well, maybe you're going to start your own business. You know, the king of, you have a king of clubs. Your king of clubs is a natural born teacher. I don't know what kind of change you're going through right now, but, you know, anything going to that, that area is going to be positive for you. Yeah, I, I believe that. It's just a bit overwhelming knowing where to get started on, you know, other yeah. than trying to learn everything I can from you. And I've I've listened to all your podcasts that you put out in the, <laughs> in the three weeks that I've... <laughs> So, well, uh, you'll you'll learn this system in no time. I mean, if you keep using it for a year, you'll be a master of it. And you could certainly do readings for people, you know. So, I mean, that's up to you. Uh, I'm just talking about your life in general, you know, not necessarily related to this system. But 
you do have an ace of spades in Venus. So the ace of spades is the card that represents the system. It is the card of the system. You have it both in Neptune and you have it in Venus, in Venus this year in your spreads. So maybe you'll be more involved with this. You have a five of spades and ace of spades in Venus. Maybe you're going to start doing readings. I'm sure you could do it. You know, you're probably very psychic as well, right? Being a knight of hearts. So just Definitely just getting just, more confirmations. And just follow your heart. Myself. Just follow your heart. Wherever you, you feel like you really love and want to be, uh, follow that. That's my advice. Okay. I will. Thank you. All right. Good talking to you. Have a good evening. Thank Casey. you too. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Okay. Daphne, you're up. Hello, Robert. Thank you so much for um, calling on me. Sure. I, my, my daughter's been asking me to do her cards. I have your book and I've been trying to do everything to get, you know, put it all together. But she wants to know if her um, the gentleman that she's been seeing is a good match for her. Her birthday is September 18th, 1981. Mm -hmm. And his is October 16th, 1980. Okay. So well, no they have a they have a past life. Um, I'm sorry. They have a past. I mean, just give me a second. I, I apologize. September 18th, right? She's September okay. 81, and he's right. October 16th, 80. Right. Okay. So they're both a six of clubs. They're both the same card. Right. And her ruling card is Moon to his Queen of Hearts. So that's a perfect marriage connection. I think. You know, just based on the cards, I think it's a great connection for both of them. Oh, good. Do you, you know? see in within this year frame that solidifies it or no? Well, they have a ten of hearts. She has a ten of hearts both in Jupiter this year and, and in Mars. That's a wedding card. So does she want to get married? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it it's certainly showing up in her cards. <laughs> okay. Uh, does no. she have any children? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Just curious. Um, Cause she has a three of hearts result. Sometimes that means she has a kid, but she's probably past the, that age for having a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my answer. Is that helpful? Oh, very helpful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Daphne have a great evening. You too. Okay. Okay, love Triber. <laughs> Are you there? Hello, I'm here. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, everyone. Um, I was wondering if you could just kind of talk about a little bit. I, you kind of touched on it briefly. How um, when you could um, usually the like Mars period is when you could possibly see. Um, the result of your long range card in the Mars well, you, period? You, you start to see it. You, you don't see it usually in Mercury or Venus. It's usually in the Mars period when you start to realize what the impact of that card and the other year long cards, the environment displacement, it usually takes until the Mars period. I mean, it, I've seen examples where it does happen sooner, but for most of us, it happens around the Mars period that we start to connect with what our year long cards are all about. And can you kind of um, just touch base a little bit too about the the difference between your environment and your displacement card? Like one is the renter, one is the tenant. I think you've kind of made a well. You give to your displacement card, and you receive from your environment card. To give to the give to the the displacement um, displacement. Okay. You can look at the displacement card as being like the first karma card of the year. And, oh, okay. and then you can look at the environment card as being the second karma card of the year for the year, just for the year. Okay. Because yeah. I think it's really interesting when you are doing a reading and then one of those cards comes up. Let's, let's just say you have a three of spades in the Mars position or, or that your long range card shows up in another position other than Mars. That yeah. That's what oftentimes you can pinpoint a, a period of time, a date by yes. that and and there's a lot more to it you know like your long range card or, or your or your your 
you know, all your year-long cards, your Pluto card, your result card, like one of these cards might be a card from your life spread. What if you have in Saturn this year, your first karma card, for example, you know? Oh, I'm like, a jack of clubs is my birthday. You're a jack of clubs. Okay, your uh -huh. first your first karma card is a jack of diamonds. Well, what if you had a jack of diamonds in Saturn this year? That could be an especially difficult period because it's your first karma card already, which is a difficult card for most people. And now it's in Saturn, see? So there's a lot more... There's a lot more to look for when you're looking at these cards. There's other things that we include. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. But yeah, so, but typically kind of first, one of the first indicators is usually it shows up around the Mars period. Yeah, it can be sooner, but usually by Mars, you kind of know what your long range is about, you know, what your Pluto is about, your environment displacement. Usually by then you're pretty much in touch with those cards. And so if your first if your first karma card shows up in, 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 a, in a difficult place, it's going to be extremely difficult because it's already a difficult card. If your your lifetime first karma card is a difficult card. If it shows up in your yearly spread, it can be point to a difficult period. Okay, so my karma card is the jacket. Well, jack of diamonds, that's usually like a the the, the businessman right or so would that typically be it could be the not, thief it could be the thief <laughs> jack of spades that's well the all the jacks can be thieves <laughs> yeah depending on yeah if you're if you're um showing your high side or that's your, right that's which right one you're representing in, in, right. in that in that okay i appreciate your uh, answering my question and calling on me thank you you're welcome nice talking to you Okay, we have time for a couple more. Jennifer Wild, are you there? Hey, Robert, I am here. Well, welcome. Um, I just wanted to say hello again. I had you on my radio show back in 1997. I oh, think. wow. Wow. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So I, I don't even I don't even remember that far back, but I, I believe you. <laughs> I, I barely do, but I've had your books for that long. And um, occasionally I get them out and dabble and I've been on your email list. Um, I've had a rough year and um, my birthday is 8-12-1968. I'm an mm -hmm. ace of diamonds. Yeah. Um, and so... I have a course that I'm releasing later on this year, and I just wanted your vibe on how you thought that might go or if there was a better time to launch it. My plan was December. It's a course, you say? Yes, it's a personal branding course. Okay. So, I mean, you don't have, um, you don't have a lot of diamonds this year, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in your spreads. But the Jupiter period would be would be the best period, you know, in general, the Jupiter period, which starts for you on January 16th and goes until March the 9th. So, okay. you know, you might want to consider uh, that period. Um, but if you have it all set for the Mars period, which is November 24th to January 16th, I don't see any reason in your cards why you shouldn't do that. Okay. Okay. Um, I just think that the the Jupiter period looks better. Okay, it looks better. Well, it it would be like a five week thing, so it would be kind of the week uh -huh. after Christmas, right on into that Jupiter period. So that sounds okay. like I'm, yeah, I'm right on track for that. I think that's I think that's right. Yeah. Okay, that sounds well, good. Yeah, I mean, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's connected to the Jack of Hearts you have in Jupiter, and you have a Jack of Hearts for space is connected to a king of clubs and the king of clubs is like a teacher, right? So it seems very appropriate that you have it at that time. Okay. If you have any other enlightening uh, thoughts for me about my year, I'll take those. If not, I'll just say thanks. Well, <laughs> I, I think you're going to be doing more teaching, you know, because that your result card for the year is king of clubs. So I think it, it it's going to sort of like solidify your role as a teacher in a in a bigger way. Mm -hmm which is very okay. positive. Okay. Well, that's great. Good. Cause I love that part of it. All right. Oh, oh, good. Leo's are meant to teach, by the way, they're the best teachers. Yeah. 
it, it seems that every time I try and get away from it, I wind back uh, up in it, and I and I like it, you know. So it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm a natural born leader, and I dig it. <laughs> well, thanks right, for being on the show, and thanks for having me on your show back then. I appreciate that too. Of course, I'm happy to be whatever little small part uh, I was of your success. <laughs> so thanks, Jennifer. it's awesome. Thanks. Ha- take care. Have Bye. a great night. Okay, we're going to take one more person uh, just because we can. Jennifer Piker, are you there? Let's see if she can figure out how. There you go. Hi, Hi, Robert. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Uh, So, Robert, this, I have a question for my grandfather. He's, um, it's been not well. So I just wanted to see if you see anything in his cards. He is birthday is November 4th, 1936. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't if you could tell well, me. Well, okay. So I just want to like um give me one second. Thanks, yes. Robin. I want to hear from you. Please get in touch. <laughs> I had to say something because Robin's leaving and I wanted to say no that problem. So the first thing is your grandfather is 86 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So He's not going to live to be much older. You know that, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, he's already older than a lot of people that died. Yeah. So are you in acceptance of that? That's like a fact, you know? Are you in acceptance of that? Or do you think he's going to live forever? Or like, what's your relationship with the fact that he's going to die probably soon? You know? I think think it's more for my grandmother. She's not comprehending that. Um, and so I think this is mostly hardest on her and he's in right. hospital now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, like when somebody dies or has something tragic, there is what happens to them. And then there's how the other people in their life it react react to that yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. And for some people, it'd be tragic. And some other people, it won't be much, you know? Yeah. Um, when my father died, for me, it wasn't a big deal because I had already kind of said goodbye to him. But I have four sisters and they just like went nuts over that, you know, even though they knew yeah. he was even though they knew he wasn't really around. So it's all very individual. So you would have to look in her cards to see yeah. if he passed away, like for his death, like it really is a very personal thing. Like he might know that he's dying and be okay with it. I don't know, you know. We, my grandma, my grandmother is August fourteenth, nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, no, I'm just talking yeah. about your grandfather. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. that he might be already in acceptance of his, yeah, of his of his situation. Time. Yeah, and and you know when it's like that, you don't even know what cards to look for for death, like. You're, he's. I guess he's ill right now. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's he's sick. You know. Yes. So I mean, he has a five of spades in Mars next year, and that's a card that we've noticed that a lot of people transition with the five of spades. That's next February and March. You know. So you look in your grandmother's cards, and you look for what's going on with her. What's what year was she born? Thirty-seven. Nineteen thirty-seven. August fourteenth. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, you know, she has in that same period, March of next year, she has, that's her Saturn period. She has a nine of diamonds and ace of spades. That could be, that could be when he passes. Okay. Yeah. It could be. And, you know, she's, she's kind of psychic. She's one of those really psychic cards, the queen of clubs. Right. So she might be, she might really know when he's going to pass, you know? And she's afraid to know that because it's going to leave her all by herself, right? Yeah. So, you know, you can give her whatever support you can, but this is, death is part of life, you know? We're all going to die. And uh, it's just a matter of when, right? It's so so funny when you think about it because we're always looking for a happy future. But we also know that it always ends with death. (laughs) Unfortunately, our future always ends in death. <laughs> so nobody really has a happy ending, you know, because death is not generally considered a happy ending, right? No. So, so, 
So anyway, uh, yeah. so you know, I hope that's helpful. I don't know, you know. Hopefully, he'll pull through this one. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. I okay. appreciate it. Okay, you're very welcome, Jennifer. Have a good evening. You as well. Take care. The long-range card for the U.S. this year is an Ada Diamonds. You with the software, you can go back to 1776, July 4th. So this is an Ada Diamonds year. It's a Mars year. And we have a seven of diamonds long range next year. If if indeed we can use that as a birthday for our country, which, you know, uh, maybe we can. I don't know. Um, you know, it makes the king, it makes the country a jack of diamonds, king of clubs, which really fits the country. And when you think about it a little bit. Well, thank you all for being here. It's been a pleasure being with you. I recognize a lot of you. And there's a lot of new names that I haven't seen. And I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. Uh, please come back next week. And I'll, hopefully I'll get to you then if you still have things you want to discuss or have questions. It's been a pleasure. And I'll just end with a short little song. And then we'll be out of here. So you guys have a great week. Okie doke. You're all welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. try to get back on my schedule and have these every two weeks. I've been a little bit slack with the following up for the every two week thing. I don't ever provide discounts for readings, but I might in the future. So hang in there. Good night, everybody. Have a good evening.